Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. That we are here. Check it out. where you know you need to leave the bloopers right where they are and just flow right into this okay you are now listening to yet another week of this can't be life podcast i am your host k the rebel you can find me on instagram at k the rebel is my personal page and the podcast page is tcbl podcast um send me an email if you like comments inquiries you want to do a collaboration at this can't single letter b l y f e at gmail.com but don't send any content because that's my job and <laughs> as you can see i brought i brought her back like i brought her back i, I did if you tuned into episode um <laughs> Last week's episode, um, she was rolling with me, and now she's rocking with me again today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Period. Heavy on it. Yeah. Cruising down the street. Um. Today we are not going to go as deep. Um. I did that the last two episodes, so I'm gonna chill out this week. Definitely. Um. And we decided to make this episode like. With some suspense, like, I had her up and I'm like, girl, you saw that post on the shade room? They're talking about green flags that we need to look out for. And, um, you know, Natasha is, you know, in the single world. And I just recently got back up in this thing. So I was like, you know, I, I was like, that's a long ass list of green flags. But we need to be realistic that, okay. You dealing with a fucking corpse if they're going to have all them green flags. That's not even a reality of a person. So there was at least like 20-something, close to 30 green flags. So what me and her did was we decided to take the post and was like, at first I was like, choose 10 of them. And then we'll talk about it on the episode. You don't tell me what yours is, and I won't tell you what mine's are. And then we'll just announce them once we're recording at that very moment. But then I was like, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to make it a little bit harder. Choose seven. So, yeah. Out of all the ones that were listed, um, me and her are going to talk about green flags that, that work for, for us. You know, or would work for us if we were in the process of getting to know somebody. Um, I'm going to go first. And they're in no particular order. like, But having a fun or a childish side, bruh. I don't care. I definitely have a little bit of Peter Pan syndrome going on where I could definitely be like a little kid, can be like a little brat or, you know, I mean, I don't think I'm like immature. I know, you know, it's a time and place to have that, you know, fun or childish side. And I think 
you know, with me and dating and stuff like that, that's probably one of the things where, I mean, I've been told by people that because of my maturity level or the way that I present myself that I probably would be a good match with maybe like a gentleman that was like, I don't know, maybe like 42, 43 years old. And I was like, no, I wouldn't because that fun or childish side, they're going to be annoyed. They're going to be like, nah, shorty got to go. That's <laughs> not, like, that's not going to work. But yes, I love that. Like, I just feel like adulthood is ghetto and overrated. And sometimes I just, I just want to take it back just yeah. a little bit. Just, 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 just a little bit. Some responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, right. And just have a, a quick escape. And then bounce right back into it. So yeah, um, what's your what's what's your first green flag? Admits mistakes. Ooh, that's on my list too. So let's do this. Let's do it, sis. Right now, admitting mistakes goes hand in hand with being accountable for your shit. Heavy. And a lot of people aren't accountable for their actions. You know so. That's that's my thing. I want you to be like, you know what? I was wrong. I apologize. You know, I shouldn't have done X, Y, and Z. And not only admitting your mistakes, but doing the work to rectify the mistake as well. So it's like you're admitting your mistake, you're being accountable for it, and you're doing the work. Now, do you like this person to admit to present mistakes, or what about past ones too? Great, great question. So whenever I start to date somebody or getting to, to know you stage and they're like oh well you know I've been single for however amount of time I'm like okay where I, my question I always pose is where do you feel you went wrong in your previous relationship hmm because I'm gonna ask you because I want to know if you're accountable that's gonna let me know if you know you're able to admit your mistakes okay and seeing if you're able to take responsibility you know, of your wrongdoings and, you know, just take ownership in general. So just by your answer, by a man's answer, I can gauge like, yeah, he's so full of himself. He, you know, he doesn't understand, you know, where he went wrong. He doesn't think he's done anything wrong. Like things fall, they, you know. We all contribute to exactly. our breakups in, in one some way, way or shape or form. So yeah, it'll be the arrogance for me. You know, to think that you did nothing. So for you to just say, oh, no, it wasn't me or it wasn't my fault or right. nah, she was just unhappy. And I'm just like, oh, okay, so I'm just listening. Because I always ask that question, where do you feel you went wrong in your last relationship? I don't want to hear nothing that she did, nothing that the mother did. Nothing. I don't want to hear none of that. <laughs> I want to know where. Where do you feel you went wrong? And what have you learned from that breakup? That's all I want to know. You're taking ownership? Are you accountable for your fuck-ups? That's it. And also, I know this is from a woman's perspective, but I feel like some men can take something from this episode, too. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, because, fellas, you need to start asking the ladies that, too. Exactly. You should. You should, because I know most of us be heavy on that. It was his fault. Mm. But if someone were to ask me that today, I definitely would be able to give them a response about where I went wrong. Okay. All right. Yeah, Definitely. Um, my next green flag that is appealing to me is someone who can accept, um, a person's past without judgment. Um, and I, that's very important to me because like, I, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't want to deal with no 
perfect Patrick. That acting like you got everything <laughs> all fucking figured out. Like, come on. We we all showing up flawed, baby. Yes, ma'am. Okay, some people just be, you know, disguising theirs and covering them up. Not me. If I got the wounds, I got the scars, you about to see them. Okay, whatever silly ass shit I may have done in a relationship or mistakes that I made. Or you may even judge me off of who was my ex. And that's fine. You can you can do that. You can you you can um you can do you can do that if 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 you like to but to me it's it's a way of doing it. Yes. It's about like it's 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 presentation cuz to me it's like anybody who come through the door just automatically judging the next man that kind of is a red flag. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know. You should be more focused about yourself and what you need to do is if you if I'm telling you what that man's shortcomings was, you need to know that don't fucking show up here and do the same shit, shit. that this motherfucker did. That's that's all you need to do. Period. I'm giving you a forewarning. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah. That's all. Forewarning. Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. need for you to judge. Oh, well, I wonder. Yeah, if you don't want to date a person like that, what had to be this? Like, don't do that. As you would say. <laughs> you want my business? Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Like, okay. Every, yeah, I've made mistakes. And yeah. next. Yeah. yeah, I'm accountable about them. But yeah, like, yeah, just. You need to realize that this is this is what it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would say my number two is being vulnerable. Mm. I don't. I, I don't care. You want to be rough and tough with your friends? That's fine. I don't care. You want to have this macho facade in front of everybody, but it's like. When you come home to me, you want to get into bed, and you you want me to cuddle you. You want to put you want to lay your head on me, whatever it is. Let your guards down because I'm not trying to hurt you in any way, shape, or form. But understand, this is a safe place, and it's like you're okay to be vulnerable here. Nobody gonna hurt you, so it's like just open up. Hmm. I want to share something with you. I found that to be a green flag. Um, and now that I've gone, gone through certain situations, um, that might make me, um, put my foot on the gas and go and get the fuck out of here, like too fast, too furious. I'm going to pull the fuck off. And I'm just going to say is because you, I want this person to, uh, pace their level of vulnerability with me. I don't think that I'm should be worthy of that right out the no, gate. No, not right out the gate. I not want at it all. to be earned and not given. Yes. And when it's given to me it's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're dumping it all over everybody. And I think because um it was appealing to me probably in um my last relationship because I had dealt with like uh a steady amount of freaking emotionally unavailable people. Mm. So that is what made it intriguing. But now perspective is everything. You, you know, you live some, you learn some. So now I'm just like, no. Yeah, and it's also, it's wanna, like. Yeah, I don't want to deal. Are you being vulnerable with everybody? Yes, this, yes, that too. Is, is, that this your, too. is this your gimmick? For real. Yeah, and now I just would feel like I would be a skeptic about anybody be wanting to be vulnerable towards me. Yeah, like, is this a finesse? What is this? Explain. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not with it. You know, I don't mind you being vulnerable, but that takes time. That is, that is earned. Yeah. Exactly. Um, next for me is, um, a green flag for me is a sense of perspective. 
That's my third one also. (laughs) And I'll tell you why I like a sense of perspective. I like it because I'm such a headstrong woman Mm -hmm. and I'm firm in my convictions and my beliefs. So anytime a man challenges me to think something different outside of my own lens or microscope of the world, that's sexy as hell to me. And it's logical because you know I can't stand an illogical person. But if it's adding up, mm-hmm. whatever they just tried to shy me away from or offer a different perspective, I love that. Okay. Because um, it feels good knowing that this is somebody that can potentially teach me something. Mm-hmm. It also could mean that they could help make me better by changing my outlook or perspective on something. Okay, okay. And I think, you know, for healthy relationships, which I wish we all could be in one of those, you know, you know, that's important. But in a healthy relationship, I definitely think that, yeah, for somebody to want you to, to, to well, someone wanting to teach you something to, in efforts to help better you, um, that's dope to me. It is. It is. Yeah. So how do you feel about, about, the sense of perspective I would say that I agree with you as well and I I'm open to that whole sense of perspective thing but it's also in the person's delivery as well on when yeah yeah you right on when we're you're speaking right. you know because a tone a, a, a tone will Ooh. have me on some yeah babe no earth is good to who the fuck you talking to <laughs> girl all right let's talk about that okay so you know how okay every now and then i'd be like okay what's the difference there's bitch and then there's nigga yeah i do that okay so i'm having a conversation with somebody and i think i talked to you about this a little bit but if this is this is the example of this okay so i say to somebody in text message like nigga meaning like bruh the conversation were completely left about me getting this paragraph text message about how, why they found the word nigga to be offensive. And the tone, it was a tone for me. Even through text message, I can still hear that yeah, tone. You, I don't care when people say that text messages don't have a tone. Yes, they do. Yes, <laughs> they do. Just like emails have the them. Tone. Just like emails have them. So what I felt that it was a little bit of chastising, and I'm heavy on that. Nigga, I only got one daddy and he alive, my nigga. Nigga, (laughs) in case he listening. Yeah, like, and I'm not even being petty. I'm just annoyed. Like, okay, I get how you feel about it, but all I wanted to say to him is that if you know me, you know my, my heart and my place, I would never, A, violate anybody that I'm communicating with because I'm giving you respect. I'm giving you what you give me. We always respect each other. And all the time I've communicated with you, I was never made aware of that. Mm. Considering, if that's the case, some of the music that I see you post on your story, people are saying nigga every five seconds. So, oh, my bad. You know, it was a little bit contradictory to me, too, which pissed me off. But I just was like, yeah, the tone. And so I was dismissive, and they took it as if, okay, you violated me by calling me nigga because I don't want to be called nigga and then you're dismissive. No, I'm dismissive because I don't like your tone and I'm not going to go back and forth with somebody because, again, I already violated you 
which was unintentional, but now it's I will violate you intentionally if we keep having this discussion. Because we're not going to go back and forth on text. You could easily pick up a phone exactly. and then offer a sense of perspective. perspective. That wasn't a sense of perspective. That was you trying to give perspective in an ignorant, immature manner. That was it for me. And yeah, I know I don't do well with that. So it's like what you say. It's the delivery of your perspective. Heavy. Like, okay. Nigga. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, my next one is enjoying similar things. That's definitely a green flag for me. Um, yeah, if somebody likes like the stuff I like, yeah. And um I think that um opposites attract is bullshit. I once was believing that. And no, in this stage of my life, I don't want nobody completely opposite of me. I want someone opposite of me for okay, like let's just say that we know it's no secret. I've talked about this on the podcast plenty of times how I have struggled with anger. So, obviously, I don't need to be with someone that's as bad and angry. I need somebody that's a little bit more mellow that's going to just sit back with their arms folded and be like, okay, okay, tink, tink, are you done? Is the, the, the adrenaline, you know, rush over yet? Do we got to, come on, let me give you a hug, calm down. Yeah, I need that. Okay. I'm looking for those type of differences that will provide me balance. But yes. essentially, yes, I want somebody similarly like, okay, I like to be home and chilling and maybe sometimes I just want to be in a bed and I want to be lazy and if you like that too oh yeah I don't want to go anywhere to where I just want to be lazy I like that yeah okay oh and if I you know with me being a foodie and then another foodie no cause you gonna eat my shit and then we gonna have a problem see <laughs> no but somebody that understands yeah like being around somebody that's not a foodie, like, I don't like the way they be trying to make you feel about liking food. That doesn't work for me. No, that's why I said no opposites attract. Absolutely not. Okay? With the food thing. Um, well, I remember we were just talking about this the other day, like, and remember when I said that I was going to talk mad shit about gym rats? Yeah, like, y'all yeah. need to try to go, bro. Like, that's, a, that, that's, oh, that's a red flag for me because, I mean, I'm not there yet. I'm not trying to be getting in the gym with you. And every time, if, if if I have one of those moments, which all women do, oh, I'm fat, your gym rat ass is not going to sit here and give me the speech about, well, if you don't like something, you need to change it. Fuck out of here. <laughs> That's me and my mold today, and you need to be quiet. I don't, don't have discussions with me about fitness. I don't like it. So, again, we need to enjoy some of the things. Yeah, I can't. I, somebody always want to be in the gym. Just go on down the road, please, honestly. I just, <laughs> I'm not doing it. No. I'm all set. I'm yeah, we need set. to have similar things. Um, I would. Um, I rarely ever am compatible with people music-wise, though. Never. It's hardly ever. Because everything you listen to was like, shoot them up, bang, bang. I'm about to sell drugs. I'm out here. Fuck love. Fuck all these, everybody. And I just be like, bitch, can we just listen to like some Summer Walker real quick? No. I'm tired of you being in your fucking feelings. And I'm like, yo, I hate it here. Somebody come get me. Yo, guys, imagine being dragged for filth on your own shit, bro. (laughs) 
dragged me and read me my rights. But yeah, we need to have some similar things. I like to travel. You like to travel. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say my fourth would be sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't want to talk about somebody ugly baby and then you be like, oh, that's not nice. You better laugh with me too. I mean, I know it's horrible. Right. <laughs> it's horrible. But right. however, if I want to discuss something, I want to have like a dark sense of humor. I want to have, right. you know, have a sense you of humor. You want a safe place. You know, like, let me key, key, key with you for a second. Right. I don't want anybody that's so stuck up. You know, laugh a little. Now, don't get me wrong. I am serious most of the time. But when I do want to crack jokes, I'm right. like, laugh with me. Exactly. Yeah, I can see why you would choose that one. Yeah. yeah. Um. See, if the guy doesn't make, make me, I guess, laugh with his own jokes independently, I'm okay with that because usually I'm the one that brings the humor to the table. But if he's not going to laugh at my jokes, it's not going to be it. Because I got good jokes. I don't care what nobody said. My jokes speak. We be out here all day. We be out here with the jokes. Like anybody trying to say that I don't got the jokes is a whole lie. Anybody that said they listened to an episode and didn't kee hee hee a little bit will laugh. They lying. (laughs) They lying. Straight cap. Straight cap. Hello. It's all good. A green flag for me is. Someone who is supportive of personal growth, not feeling threatened by it. I have that one as well. Yes. So if I'm sitting here and I'm talking about my short-term goals and how I'm feeling like I need to boss up right now, and you just being mad quiet, that's yeah, a problem for me. That, to me, that's, a, that's when them it's silent, I'm It's either you or you're intimidating. You're intimidated by, by the conversation. It's one or the other. No in between. And what usually tends to happen is they are intimidated by you. Yeah, because it's usually Therefore, a pint. That's when you want to know they're a pint. They make you feel inadequate. And uh, they make you feel uh, less than because, you know what, they're jealous. They're envious of your growth. They're envious of anything you're trying to do that they aren't doing. So, they be acting. I'm going to tell you something else about that that you got to be careful with. Here goes another gem. I'm going to give it to, you, to somebody in regards to this. If you're being hard on yourself because you feel like, you know what, I'm slacking and I'm not going hard enough, and you have somebody that is saying to you that they're giving you maybe words of affirmation, like, no, like, where you've, how much you've accomplished, this is good enough because, you know, look at me, I didn't do this till then or that. Do not consider that words of affirmation. It's not. It is just a way of them to deflect about their shortcomings Mm -hmm. and to just gaslight you like they're gassing you up. And it's not. Yeah, so be careful with that. Somebody else should be like, you know what? I mean, a real person or a real guy that understands what's so important to you, that in that moment the correct words of affirmation is going to be, you know what? I understand that you really want to pass this course and you're upset right now and just come over here with me for an hour, babe, and just unwind and then 
go back to it in an hour and finish it. And maybe I'll help you with that because I know how this is important to you. Yeah. That is what you need. You don't need anybody then making like, hey, because look at me. Oh, you know, I didn't get my GED till this. Come on, like, look at you. You, you, you doing it. You this. No. No. Don't fall for that, ladies or, mm. or gentlemen. Don't. don't. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, I would say my fifth is enjoying each other's company. Yeah, there's something about that. That level of intimacy, it's different. We were just talking about that. Yes. Just being in, being in each other's presence without speaking sometimes is a form of in- intimacy. You don't even have to talk. You can just be next to each other. But we're enjoying each other's company. We're in the moment. We're present mm-hmm. together. Even though we're in silence, we are present together. And most of the time, it's like when you don't enjoy the person that you're with, you, you run in the damn streets and you're looking for trouble. So you enjoy the person that you're with, mm-hmm. you keep your ass home. Hello. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes, or it could be like, you know that that's, that's, that's all you need. Like, for instance, I feel like, okay, let's just use this example. Like, when you're saying enjoying each other's company, like, yeah, like, the shit needs to be so lit that, let's just say that y'all, y'all really wanted to go away, but y'all didn't really have that much money. Mm-hmm. So, let's just say, y'all like, oh, let's just go on a road trip and we're going to go to Philly. You don't really have money to maybe go out and do all these expensive things, but maybe the three days that were there... We're going to just have one day where we stay in a hotel room all day, get food delivered, watch movies, play games. That, just you two and not the outside world, but just some people can say, oh, we can do that at home. No, sometimes it's the vibe is just different when yeah. you go somewhere else. Yeah. So if you can do that and really stay in the room with each other, you know, yeah, and not have the option of, like, other things then yeah, I think that, yeah, that's definitely a green flag. Where the company is just enough. Y'all didn't need to go to that bar. Y'all didn't need to sit down in that restaurant. Maybe y'all didn't need to go to Top Golf or or whatever. Yeah, And we ain't need to go to Target and spend that three, four hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. We didn't need to go to Target. It's just us in this room. You know. Um, I would say friendship is another one. Friendship. Um... At a certain point, you would love for your spouse to be your best friend. That isn't always the case. However, you don't have to be my best friend, but I do want to have a rapport with you where it's friendship, where it's strictly, you know, genuinely caring for each other's feelings, not just romantically, but putting our friendship before any and everything and understanding that... um, Sometimes your consequences, I'm sorry, your actions have consequences and you, you lose a friendship, you know? Um, so I would say that's a, green, that's a green for me where I want you to be engaged as my friend. I want to be able to call, you know, you and then call him and be like, babe, and let me tell you what happened and be all so excited, right. you know, where it's like, oh, okay. Then, right. You know, so yeah, friendship is important. Well, that leads to my seventh and final green flag, which is being a listener. I want somebody to listen to me. Yes. And when I say that I want somebody to listen to me, it's because I would say that 
I am a transparent communicator, but the stuff that I'm communicating is never lightly. Mm-hmm. I have the tendency to maybe, I'm going to need to dump at least on average, I don't know, maybe like two, three times a month. Mm-hmm. And when I am dumping, I don't want your mouth going. Just listen. Just let me dump and just listen. That is that is great to me. Like, it, it, I don't, and another thing that I think is, is a red flag for me, I don't like anybody minimizing my emotions. emotions. Yes. Like, for instance, um, I text somebody, I think this was on Wednesday, mm-hmm. you know, that place of employment was a little crazy the day before the holiday. So they're like, how are you feeling? And so I'm like, you know, today's not good. And I'm upset because I woke up with the mindset that it was going to be a good day. And really what I would like to do is to burst into tears at this very second. But I don't think I have any. And so this individual was like, well, what do you, what would you, what do you think is going to make you feel better? And so then, of course, that's when my sense of humor kicked in. And then all they said was that I really want you to try your hardest to try to turn around because the last thing I want you to do is to be in tears. You don't need to be in tears. Like, you got this. Just tell yourself you're going to find some way to turn it around. Like, you know you like food. You going you gonna to go get some food or something? Like, you're going to go do, do that? And so then I like that because in all of those things, it's kind of like, you listened exactly previously follow up about me being a foodie and that how sometimes oh in acts had i eaten yet mm. was that mood because of the year you had and i said i haven't so i thought that that was awesome that you listened to something that i told you probably like six weeks ago and you remembered okay. it in this very moment Okay. Yes, so a listener, meaning there is layers and levels to the listening. Okay. okay. Somebody could just listen to to the moment, and they could just be letting you vent and don't even be half listening to you, because there's people that do that. But you could be venting, and I'm always to be at the drive-through, not even half listening. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, let me get a uh, number nine. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, babe, I'm listening, I'm listening, I got you. Lies you tell. That's when I get quiet on the phone. I'm yeah, like, are you lying? Lying, you know, lying like a rug. But you know. Yeah. yeah, so like, yeah, listeners, oh man. Yeah, green flag for me. Okay, all right. You did all your seven? I did, I did. Yeah, yeah, check us out, okay. I mean, I guess if we were going to give like those extra three, I don't want to talk about them in depth, but um, I like someone that enjoys solitude um people who always feel the need to be around other people i feel like something's going on there oh so you don't want nobody that's for the streets basically oh you always got to be with friends or maybe you're just sitting at your house by yourself you feel like oh you gotta call somebody oh yeah yeah you know y'all can come through yeah 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 or i'll come through what is wrong with taking a moment to yourself you can't spend the night just alone in your apartment or something as a grown-ass man a place where you pay bills you can't just you you just gotta chill you gotta go out 
you gotta do something like yeah that mm. yeah i just want someone that's okay with being they got plenty, they got plenty demons that they haven't worked through that's why they cannot be by themselves my grandmother says that all the time yeah um what was another one um emotionally available but we about to get into that but yeah i'm not gonna do all this so yeah now we're gonna make this this whole damn uh our episode's about to make a U-turn. And we want to talk about emotional availability or lack thereof. And the question for this week is, are you emotionally available? Oh. And you want me to go first? No, because I know you're throwing shade. You're going to try to put me I'm on not throwing shade. I'm going to go first. No, you go first. So, uh, so are you? Tell the people, be honest. They put the disclaimer out there. So, I've been single for about, what, three years. I have my days. Some days I want to be emotionally available. And then, you know, there are days where you see the dating pool. It's murky. And you're just like, <laughs> I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be emotionally available to somebody. It's, it's always ends in disappointment. So, it's like, I have my days, you know. Some days I want to be emotionally available and be that person and be supportive and be completely open. And then there are days where I ain't shit. Like, hot girl, summer, spring, and fall. Like City girls, we up, baby! <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it, it all depends on Heavy. the mood, you know? And it's like, whenever you try to become emotionally available for somebody... You know, they they be like, oh, you know, I'm just trying to catch a vibe, and I be like, you know what, y'all better go on with this vibe bullshit. Go on down the fucking road. Honestly. You know, so it depends. You know, some days I'm available, and some days I'm not. Some days I'm chipper and open, and some days it's like, please leave me alone. I don't want to be bothered. I don't feel like going out on any dates. No, I don't want to put clothes on. No, you have not earned the time to take me anywhere. Just leave me alone. Matter of fact, just cash at me some lunch money and sit down. You know what? I cannot and I will not. Okay. But that makes that explains it. Um so for my answer is I am not emotionally available. And um number one, I kinda have no choice to be considering I'm in limbo, like I'm fresh out of something. I would be making a disservice to both myself and another party if I was completely emotionally available to them. Um, however, my emotional unavailability is not stemmed from like a place of like being bitter or I've got a wall up. I don't, it's, it's not any of that. I just, the idea of feeling, it's like, ugh, it's so confusing. And I talked about this off air, and I'm going to talk about it and be so transparent that it'll make sense to some, and others going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I am um, a little, I would say, numb, and it's because my stubbornness won't allow me to feel, depending on one day I might wake up. And then the next day I wake up, and I yearn to feel because I haven't felt in so long and when i say i haven't felt in so long because people are like well you're talking about like if you just got out of something you was that and i haven't felt 
connected to somebody. So the idea of that sounds so nice, like, oh, you know, you know. But oh it my all gosh, sounds yeah, nice. it's nice. It all sounds it yeah, all it sounds, sounds nice. nice. Like oh, like I want to feel to be like oh, I miss this person or whatever. Like oh, you know, something like that. Yeah. So um, listen, that shit is only good for like the first two weeks. Yeah, right. Exactly. But yeah, sometimes I want to or. Um, I'll I'll give an example like um I recently um went out to uh IHOP lunch date. Talk and to me. I will just say that when I went on that date in that like two and a half, three hour span, I was emotionally available. And it was because it was like, I'm being courted. Somebody want to pull up to the door because it's windy outside. Somebody actually came to pick me up. Somebody actually made these plans for me. And so then I just was like, oh, okay. yeah. I'm, 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 I, yeah, I came out the house smiling at them. They smiling back. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a vibe. This is it. Yeah, but I'm telling you, after those. Those hours, I came back to my work computer and I was fucking annoyed. You know what? I was. Because I was like, what the fuck is this? It's ghetto. These yeah, emotions are ghetto. I was ghetto. like, ew, what is this? This is fucking disgusting. Like, okay, you wanted to feel, you just felt, and that was icky. Ew, wipe that feeling up off you. Gross. So, yes, again, that's why I'm emotionally unavailable because it's like I'm treading back and forth it's like it, and that's not right because it can be perceived as somebody's playing games and, oh and there's also deflection it's like because i said the water deflection. is murky yeah, the water is, is. murky yeah, out and, here. and then there's deflection on my end with being an emotionally unavailable person because i automatically set that tone like the other person is um when it's really me yeah and <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> Or or I make or I make jokes kind of about stuff. So let's just say, okay, I maybe I had a moment that I was thinking of someone. I will not tell them directly, and I'll tell them in third person. Like, hey, you know, you were thought of today. You know, someone thought about you today. You know, and it's it's childish and it's toxic because that other person could be like, wow, like. This bitch really wanted to tell me that she thought of me today in third person. Okay, you fucking asshole. So you, I'm just not good enough for you to say it in first person. Yeah, and you know, at once in my life, I have talked shit about emotionally unavailable people, but I understand it's a struggle. And you know, I, I, I don't know. Emotions are fucking ghetto. And this is so, this is probably a biased episode, but I don't know. I don't know how to process emotion right now, you know. And and I'm a skeptic about what it is I'm feeling like, cause I'm I guess I'm just so worried about the realness of it. Mm. Is this is this feeling for a moment or is this real? I I can agree. I, I and then I also have decided that um too, and I make jokes of my emotional um unavailability and I did um have a conversation with somebody and they're like oh you know so what's going to be like your next step from here like and you I was like you know what's crazy is that you can't 
emotions, you can run and you can hide from them, but they're real and they're going to be there. I said, so if it gets to the point that I turn on that emotionally available switch and this person just knows the emotions and know how I feel about them and I'm digging them, I said, all I'm really going to do is I'm going to head out after that. I said, I might be on some like runaway bride type shit. Like, what the, the emotions? Like, I've been exposed. Abort mission. Abort uh, mission. Get me out of here. No. I'm feeling like, no, this is, like, not happening. Yeah, that's just kind of how I feel that. Or, like, I don't know if I might be one of them people that might even be on some sucker shit. And I'm just being so real with y'all. While you listen, I might be on some sucker shit that I might even start to feel and then self-sabotage. Like, Maybe not respond to texts as much or hopes that maybe the person will just stop talking to me and walk away or something. You know what? I'm just, I'm being, I'm telling you, these are the thoughts that I have in my head. Like, Well, you know, I went through this, like, this breakup that, you know, with somebody that wasn't my man, but felt like he was my man and checked on me like he was my man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then, like, you know, I was in my feelings for, like, a day or two or maybe, like, a week leading up to this. Right. And I don't know, that shit bothered me because it was like, I didn't want to be emotionally attached, invested into this person because I knew that they wouldn't be fully, you know, emotionally attached. Well, it turns out we both lied to our fucking selves. So we both end up, you know, being emotionally attached to each other and then like, son, that breakup hurt. I know, like, how you ain't in a relationship at the breakup part? I know, right? Like, it's a whole ship, and then it's like the next day, it's like, hey, how's it going? And it's just like, so we broke up, we didn't break up, but we still talking every day. So it's like, what are we doing here? And it's just yeah. like, are you available? Well, I'm not doing this. And it's just a constant back and forth of, you know, trying to mask our emotions for each other and it's just like this is ghetto I don't want to do this anymore yeah or or kind of like another thing for me too is um I would say that my emotional um unavailability is definitely on some sucker shit too because I think I told you that I was giving you like examples of situations that would be ideal for me like put myself in a situation that I know is a lose situation so that way I feel better about my emotional unavailability. Yes. And that I'm I would have no I know cuz I'm smart and I know that it's going to be like a toxic situation but still bask in it so that way I could still fake feel, yes, but not feel and, and, and yes. head out because I already know it's going nowhere fast. But then, that's like you, you know, and that's why it it's great to have great great friends because then you also pointed out, okay, so if you do do that, you're kind of making a disservice to yourself because essentially you're wasting your time. And as we're getting older, yeah, who does want to just keep wasting time? Yeah, if exactly. I do that. If I keep if I if I am gonna put myself in those kind of situations, and yeah, it's just a waste of time. And this is how this uh, fake breakup happened because it was like, hey, right, I'm wasting my time here. I know this is not going going anywhere, but we enjoy each other's company, and you know we have these emotions together, and we have a nice time when we see each other, and we're on FaceTime all day, we're calling to check in, and it's just like, you know what, I'm wasting my time, because it's right. like, you live where you live, I live where I live, and nobody's willing to 
adjust to change and you're adamant about what you're not going to do. And it's just like, you know what? I'm all set. I know where I stand with you. And moving forward, this is the only thing that I can provide at the moment. Yeah. Or I think to, I think for me right now, I obviously, I'm the type of um, ender, ending or chapter closing of, of you know, my my split from my last relationship there is no chance ever of reconciliation so you know now that we're in the age group that we are realistically somebody be always having somebody like in the shadow and maybe they just got out of breakup so you know having conversation with somebody that's like oh yeah well i've been broken up for like you know six seven eight months now or whatever and so then again here goes me with the toxicity with my emotional unavailability like Oh yeah, but it wasn't that bad, right? You know that's the call. Yeah, it ain't that bad. bad. Like y'all could still, you know, reconcile whatever. There you go. And then, um, you know, they've thought about it, and then me here I go. You know what? If you guys can work we'll through it. it, you should get back together. And that's just me, like, so that way I can have like a reason to exit. Like, I, right, I'm about to head out. Listen. <laughs> Yo, I got my foot. I got my foot so ready to press the gas pedal, bro, and be out. Like I don't even want to explore anything. Now I'm gonna keep that in my back pocket or in the the back of the. You're the type of person (laughs) that walks into a room and scans for the exits right away. And it's just like, what are you doing? Let this shit rock. And you're just no. like, well, I'm thinking of a way how I can exit. So, yeah, in the event that it doesn't this, work, yeah. I'm thinking of a way that can exit. In the event that I might get feelings, I'm thinking like, of how I'm going to Or there might, or a fire, a slight fire can erupt, and I am going to, you know, instead of working towards putting the fire out and getting the fire extinguisher, I'll be the whole person lying, talking about I never saw it. You know Maybe what? I didn't have my glasses on. I'm out. There was a fire, and I got out. This is, this, this is, you see, this is why I can't. But, but I think, like, what the takeaway I want for this episode, because we're almost approaching the, the hour mark, is that, I mean, for all the ladies out there that have felt like men are, like, emotionally unavailable and you just been so angry with them and pissed with them and you think they're playing games, you got to know people's story, man, because now that I'm on, like, the other side of that spectrum, Anybody that's listening, anybody that could potentially be dating me in the future or is interested in me, like just 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 understand what it is. I'm telling you right here on this episode. That's why I'd be heavy on that. You wanna know certain things about me and you don't really have the time to have a conversation with me all the time, listen to my podcast, honestly. Like you know you'll you'll, uh, you'll find out. And you know, I always say, <laughs> you know, you don't know me. You yep. know the image mm-hmm. of what is me. Right. And people be like, I don't understand. I did. no, 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 no. Yeah, cause like, this this is my safe place. As I said to um, uh, Crystal Clear, um, when uh, I was featured on one of her episodes. I mean, it hasn't been released yet, but she acts like about podcasts, and I was like, it's my safe place. Yes. So it's funny because I'm able to just blur all of this out right now. But I can honestly say that if there was a gentleman sitting across from me, you a hot punk would, ass bitch. You're absolutely you right. You've been calling me that a lot lately, <laughs> and I'm not. You know, the slander is real. But I would, I would admit to being emotionally unavailable, but I wouldn't peel back all these layers. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, because I wouldn't. I don't know, I guess it's still part of me. Like, see, I guess there's a difference between me because, yeah, I am emotionally unavailable, but at the same time, I'm low-key be giving a fuck. 
Okay. Meaning I don't necessarily want to hurt people's feelings because I don't ever want to um, be the person that lives up to that saying that hurt people hurt people. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't, but I do have to be real with myself and know things, I guess, little games or little exits. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be playing and taking advantage of it. You know, it is what it is. But just know that anybody who is emotionally unavailable, you know, it's for a reason. And don't always look at it as a red flag either. You know, maybe you can try to explore and see what that's about. But that's only if they're 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 an emotionally unavailable person that doesn't have a wallop. And I don't have a wallop. I'm open. I don't think that somebody, anybody that talks to me, oh my gosh, she's a liar. They're going to hurt me. They're going to do this. Because at the end of the day, I already have control of how I want the situation to go because I'm already making an exit. <laughs> you know, you the whole fire marshal. <laughs> right? <laughs> as soon as you walk up in the room, you the fire marshal. Right, like, Checking mm-hmm. the exits. No, I'm the G- Guys, I'm basically your little navigation, your GPS app that they see that, oh, traffic is slowing down. Rerouting. <laughs> like, all right, we're about to head out. Like, we we out of here. Yeah, that's just that's just where I'm at. But um, either way, I can appreciate some green flags. I think to know green flags is to accept the fact that I ignored red flags Oof. in my past. And I didn't want to talk Heavy about that this episode. Ignore. I didn't want to talk about that because I feel like everybody always talk about red flags, but. Um, if y'all have a chance, you know, um, you could DM me or go on the shade room. I mean, good luck finding it. How many posts is back? Cause I was like a week ago or something about the green flags, but yeah, I can send them on to you cause it's a long list. So just because, you know, me and Natasha's, we had the seven ones that we had individually. You might have some other ones. I mean, everybody got different love language that they speak. Um, you know, but, um, I like this episode. I really did. Um, you know, so heavy on the emotionally unavailable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but today, you know, I was emotionally available. And then I think when it hit like 9, 10 o'clock, I was like, yeah, I'm all set with these emotions. It's time to head out. Time, time to, to head, head out. out. Yeah, I may, need a, I may need a hoodie that says that. Time to head out. Yeah, it's time to head out, honestly. Like, you know, yeah. but I would say, you know, in some type of closing, be honest with your emotions. Definitely. Be, be honest with your emotions Definitely. and be honest with the person um, that's on the receiving end of said emotions. And don't feel bad about it either. We got somebody that's coming in here interrupting. Say bye-bye. Bye. 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 Say see you later. See you later. Okay. And we are out. We see are. You back. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>